Okay, so first of all, <laughs> I am really upset with Apple already. Like I was going, I tried to reset before we started recording, but I'm still in my feelings about it and how much this monitor that they sell costs. Like, why does a monitor cost five thousand dollars? Because it talks. Um, they're they're televisions. They they do your chores. Um, I can't I can't think of any other reason as to why. But people buy them. Uh, I wonder I'm what so like, upset about it. What type of like what job are you doing that you need that much monitor that you need it to be as clear or whatever it is that you're trying to do? What job do I, what job do I have where I just randomly can afford a six thousand dollar monitor? That's ridiculous. That's my, that's my question. It's like you know what? Even if I have it, why would I want to? I'm not spending on a monitor. No, no, no. Ooh, that just upset me and my own girls. Hi, y'all. <laughs> I am JB. <laughs> okay. And to my left Ooh. is. You catching yeah. on, <laughs> Dove Cat guys. Hey, how's it going? And this is another episode of Almost Blurreds. Uh, we already know how I'm feeling this morning because I'm still in my feelings about this monitor that I just saw. I can't believe it. How are make money. you? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It does not make sense. I'm so over it. So over it. How art thou? How art thou? I am fine. Um, preparing to go to our hometown. In a few, an oh, hour yeah. or two. Um, our high school friend is having a birthday party that she doesn't know about. Oh, well, that's going to be fun. I guess. We'll see. I hate surprises, but I love when other people like surprises. <laughs> I love surprises. Good surprises. I don't like bad surprises. But I do like good surprises. Um, and it's a 90s theme party. Mm. Um, so I'm excited because I've never been to a theme party except for like a Halloween party. So I've gone and got, you know, some 90s gear. And I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I got my bamboo earrings. I got my bucket hat. I got a two big jersey and my slap socks. The, uh, the logo for the, the Rude Urban Truth podcast, that's actually a picture that we had animated from a 90s theme party that we were at. Mm. Like I was I was basically dressed like Fresh Prince. I had my little hat backwards. I had a, a Freak Nick shirt on, stuff like that. So Is that the one where... Your co-host had, um, she had like gold leggings on or something. Is that the picture? Oh, no. that's That was actually for a different photo shoot. Oh. This one was, we, we were literally just sitting outside at the on the deck. We took the picture and we were like, oh, we need a picture for the podcast thing. So we took that one, gave it to someone who can turn it into a cartoon. Oh. And that's how we got it. Okay. Oh, okay. It's mm, mm-hmm. cute. So I'm the excited. 90s parties are fun. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm prepared and I'm excited and somebody to watch my baby. So it's going to be fun. Adult fun. Oh, yes. And it's always good to have adult fun. Especially when you have kids. And I can't relate because I don't have kids. But I've just imagined that um, if I'm trying to get away from my dog, I can only imagine trying to find a space to breathe away from my child. Look, I remember trying to go to the bathroom. I didn't even have to go to the bathroom. And my son would be sliding his fingers underneath the door. (laughs) <laughs> asking me what I'm doing. He still asks me what I'm doing now, where I'm going, what am I getting? It's like having a a, a second father. I don't know. It's it's annoying, but they do. They do that. They don't know. They don't they don't understand the concept of personal space. That's, that's how my dog is. Or time. I mean, he's no child. Yeah. I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, get away from me. And he'll get away from me. And then I'll be watching TV and I'll watch him slowly walking over to me. And then he'll just sit on my foot and lean back and look at me. And I'm like, so you just, you just have to do it. You just can't, you just can't give me my space. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So 
I like to say that dogs and children, if they could get in your skin, they would. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They would literally yeah. be in your skin if they could. Mm-mm. And I don't, sometimes Mm-mm. that's not always a good thing. <laughs> not at all. Well, let's see. Well, I guess we've done our pleasantries. <laughs> let's Let's move into our episode this time and i guess it only feels fitting because we have been literally talking about it all week all week all week that we just kind of revisit the final episode of loki and just because we're still shook y'all we are we're still shook we're still in our feelings about the how emotionally invested we were at the seeing jonathan majors just turn it all the way out in an episode that (sighs) I mean, he literally came into the last episode and made me forget about everyone else that was in the cast. Just because he played it so well. I mean, from the very beginning, right? And after the little Miss Minutes jump scare, I still don't know how I feel about her. But just the feeling Mm -hmm. of how I felt when those elevator doors slid open and Jonathan Ass was sitting there. And I'm just like... You lied and said that you didn't know anything that we were talking about, number one. And then here mm-hmm. you are. Just, uh, just uh, you just played it effortlessly. I just can't get over how well he played it. I can't get over how well he played it. The nuances, he's an, he was eccentric with it. Eating an apple. Because, mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, they a lot of people keep drawing parallels to the apple and Doctor Strange and how he used the apple to when he was learning how to manipulate time mm-hmm. where he kept moving it over to when it was almost gone to it being full to being rotten. I definitely caught that. And I also, to me, I immediately, and it wasn't until somebody else brought it up about Dr. Strange that I remember that he was practicing doing time meddling and stuff on the apple. But I don't know, for some reason to me, it kind of felt like the story of Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. And like, you have like, Technically, he who remains is like a, almost like a godlike figure. Like he sits here, he controls all time via the TVA. They prune stuff that don't kind of fit into whatever he feels like should be happening. Um, and he kind of, he is at the top. He is the very one. And then he offers everything that these Lokis want, right? And it's like temptation. And, um, and, like, and like Eve, depending on who tells it, Sylvie was the weakest link. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I don't, to like, and to me, like, I don't know, it kind of drew parallels to the stories that we know of Adam and Eve in this whole Apple situation. Um, I thought that was interesting, and I don't know if that was intentional, um, but that's how I thought about it. So, you know, one thing that I still haven't been fully clear on when it came to, uh, you know, these timelines and multiverse and all this other stuff. Are we assuming that timelines and multiverses are not the same? Hmm. Or are we thinking that they are one and like, because, you know, I was laying in bed the other night going to sleep and randomly started thinking about this show. You are right. And how I'm still like trying to figure stuff out. And I'm like, we know that. Well, based off of the conversation that um, He Who Remains was having when he was showing a little history on the desk and everything, it makes it come off like, okay, 
each multiverse has its own timeline mm-hmm. rather than okay a timeline branching off and then suddenly that is a new multiverse because mm-hmm. i also was thinking about these these loki variants these loki variants going way back to let's say sylvie was a kid mm-hmm. just existing and i'm like was she actually in a different multiverse for her to have existed as a kid and not in another timeline? I've really been struggling with trying to understand the differences between the two because I feel like Marvel hasn't done a very good job of explaining to us yet mm-hmm. how those are. Like, do you understand yet? You know, what, how I took it, and maybe I'm, like I said, I could be wrong. What I took it as is like, the multiverse is like one big thing, right? Like, you know Mm -hmm. how we have our universe. Like I felt like the multiverse was just built up of different realities and not necessarily timelines. I mean, timelines and realities could probably be one and the same, but I think about, I think back to WandaVision and how she created a reality, a different reality Mm -hmm. for herself. Um, but it was like almost on, it was still on the main timeline because at that point we didn't know anything mm-hmm. about multiverse or anything like that. Um, it wasn't until after the fact when people started linking her into the multiverse of madness and all the other good stuff. But in my head, I kind of thought about the multiverse as like this one huge gigantic thing. And then that the branch timelines were just alternate realities of what could be. Um, I don't know that and that to me it was like reality because you could have I don't know I didn't think about it in terms of time because you could have Thor right and Thor might be played by Killmonger (laughs) in an alternate reality right and then Mm -hmm. Chris Hemsworth or whoever could be playing he's playing somebody else or he could be somebody totally different I don't know I thought about it more so in like a different alternate reality and not a timeline if that makes sense but maybe I should so, kind of think about it as a time. So how does it work with, let's say, like these Lokis? Mm-hmm. Like, how would you, from in your words, explain what they are, how they exist, and how they sit within this timeline? I just, to me, I, they were just from different realities. I don't know. Like, to, to me, when the whole what if thing came about, and we mm-hmm. know that these are our favorite characters, um, in different settings, um, playing different roles. T'Challa, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't. It didn't. It didn't seem like time to me. It just. It didn't seem like time to me. It. It seemed like just different, alternate. I don't know. Yeah, I've been. I've been trying to look up stuff. Like even now, I'm looking up something and. One of the the sections is called, this is on Screen Rant, it says, are alternate timelines and universes the same thing in the MCU? And their short answer was, the answer is yes and no. What? (laughs) Because it seems like, okay, so in this thing, um, I'm just going to script up. Okay, so it says that the Einstein-Rosenbridge that Jane Foster gets so excited about in the first story, for example, is indeed a real concept. Well, first they were talking about how Marvel's concept of time and stuff is based on elements in real world scientific theory. Okay, so let me ask you this: the Ro- was it Rosenthal? 
Mm, as far as what? What what is it Jane got excited about? Oh, the Einstein Rosen Bridge. Rosen Bridge. Is that not the same thing as the Rainbow Bridge we see on Thor? Well, it says, it says that the Einstein Rosen Bridge that gets he, she gets excited about in the Thor movie is indeed a real concept in physics, a theoretical hole in space time that allows someone to travel from one universe to a mirror universe on the other side. So I'm guessing that's kind of like the Rainbow Bridge mm-hmm. as we've been calling it. But then it says the MCU took that one step further with Endgame's time travel and Loki's multiverse, very loosely based on a real world interpretation of quantum physics known as the mini worlds theory. That basically means a different quantum outcome in a test results in a slightly different reality. In other words, every event, even an insignificant one that has multiple potential outcomes, creates a branch at the moment that the choice is made, resulting in an alternate universe. But then they say that Endgame kind of blurred these lines a bit more when, you know, Bruce was talking to the Ancient One and she says, if I give up the Time Stone to help your reality, I'm dooming my own. Um, so in the interest of MCU, it says technically they can be used interchangeably. And in fact, timelines, universes, and reality are all treated the same by Endgame for better or for worse. So then the next section is saying, does time travel always cause an alternate timeline? I don't think that really, I care about that, but okay. So then the next section is how is the multiverse created in the MCU? It says in Loki, it explains that anyone and anything that deviates significantly from the path the timekeepers have laid out as the sacred timeline causes a branch timeline. Mm-hmm. Anytime a branch timeline happens, it's considered a nexus event. Mm-hmm. And they come with a window of opportunity to reverse the effects, mm-hmm. which we know that. Mm-hmm. And it says once a branch timeline red lines, that is, passes that point of no return, it becomes permanent and turns into its own alternate universe. Mm. As it's impossible for the TVA to prune all these timelines before they redline, these multiple realities create the MCU's multiverse. So ultimately, we're seeing that when, which I think we've already said this, when Sylvie killed He Who Remains, she basically created the multiverse. Because there would be no way for them to go and stop all of these timelines from eventually redlining. Mm-hmm. But then it says this, it is important to note here that alternate universes aren't the same as parallel universes. In the MCU, alternate universes essentially branch from the main timeline, from the same main timeline. So in theory, anyone could travel to these alternate universes by traveling up and down the various branches in that sacred timeline parallel universes and on the other hand are like two trees growing side by side they may look incredibly similar even by be the same be of the same species but they never cross over so like and that was something i was wondering about when it comes to the kings mm-hmm. all these kings he said existed in different universes yes. and they all discovered this they all discovered what was it the that they all existed at the same time mm. So does that mean that all of these Kangs actually existed in parallel universes or were they all a part of the same, like what, I I don't understand how they all could exist at the same time. Like what happened to cause 
these branches. But I think that would have ultimately caused them to exist at the same time and then somehow be able to find each other. But didn't they but didn't the do um he who remains said the reason why he was able to condense it was because he fought conquered, you know, all those killed them all. Well not kill them all, but he was able to defeat them all and create it or condense them into one. Um I don't know. I think they probably were, I don't know if they were alternate or if they were parallel universes. Um, you mentioned in parallel universes now in, in regards to, to Marvel has been the first that I've heard of parallel universes via Marvel. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, I don't know. They've always talked about alternate timelines and with WandaVision, alternate realities, but not necessarily parallel universes. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I think they all, I think there was a multiverse at one point and he who remains, everybody existed in their own. And, um, I don't know, I guess what, through the quest of trying to conquer these timelines, he just defeated all of them or like what, like what? That's the thing I'm trying to figure out. Like we're looking at him. He just doesn't seem like the type that could be defeating some of these different Kangs. Like, and then if this his goal was originally to keep all of these others from essentially existing, mm-hmm. why was he so willing to allow Sylvie to take him out? Like, he didn't do anything to truly stop it from happening. Right. It was almost like he welcomed them into his space. Like, he knew that if his recollection of time was going to end at one point, then he knew that that meant that he probably was going to be dying. Yes. And for him to be okay. Like, you know, most people, if they know that their death is coming, they do things to try to avoid it. Right. They try to see if there's anything they can do to stop it. And for someone who has been able to essentially manipulate time this whole time, like what made him just not and was he then just focused on what this new goal would be with all these kings was i don't don't understand well didn't they were talking about something probably something new rock star said or something but the ancient one wasn't able to see past her death Mm -hmm. um so maybe that is um the same thing for he who remains he couldn't see past a certain point. So I guess the the point that he couldn't see anymore, he was like, all right, that must be the end. Um, mm. So I don't know. I don't know how they're going to explain that. And then, okay. So then it kind of, that just makes me even more confused about what happened with Steve Rogers mm. and him going back in time. But choosing to stay back there, but somehow being able to come back in the end of Endgame mm-hmm. at a specific time. Like, wouldn't that have ultimately, him staying back there should have created a new branch it should of have. the timeline. But they didn't Therefore, come. he wouldn't have been able to, all of the events may have changed from his history mm-hmm. up until then. Like, it just seemed like he just went back in time and him being with Peggy impacted nothing. Right. See, that's the thing. I thought about that too. And I was just like, see, this is the thing about what happens when Marvel is so forward thinking and they thought about all this stuff and they this show or whatever they have, Loki show or whatever, but it doesn't really explain different plot points that we've already seen. 
You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, and to me in my head, right? I was just like, with Steve going back and living this life, what that, that you're not telling me that that didn't disrupt something. Right. Because it's completely like how his life would have been is completely different. He would have been with Peggy. He would have been with her. They would have had all these kids together. She wouldn't have been married to her first wife, oops, first husband. Then on top of that, we wouldn't have Sharon. Or would we have Sharon? Like that don't make like that part, you're right. I was just like, that doesn't explain. And it also doesn't explain why, if by the TVA logic, he wasn't pruned. Because technically they didn't see anything wrong with it. They only stopped things that they felt like. But he he still should have caused a branch. Yeah, he should have. I mean, even yeah, though, so you're trying to like, I don't understand that. then by that logic, is it like, okay, well, he put the stones back. All of that is great. We completed the task. So now he gets to, li- I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. It just feels very, how much of that was thought out? Like what, how, it sounds like a lot of it probably made sense initially. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this would be nice, but then when they decided they were going to have to expand on that in these future movies, it's like they got lost in what they originally said, and they're trying to make. I feel like they're just trying to pretend like we're going to forget, right? That some we, of this stuff happened. Well, he and don't know. They that, don't know us. That was a big moment in the show that he stayed back, and that's how Sam got this the shield, right? Like, I just don't understand it. And the same article is asking the same thing. Why did they let Steve Rogers live out his life in another in another timeline universe? Just, but what it's almost like. But did he was he in another? Like I don't understand how they did that. Like you but technically, claim that if he went back there, like based off of what the sacred one, I mean the ancient one said, her do, them doing that does create a new branch. Right. How do you create a new branch and then somehow come back to the old branch? Mm. Without the, where, that's what, what's going on with your branch? Yeah, it's like, how did you make that happen? That's the thing I don't understand. You went back and changed time, but somehow were able to interfere with the timeline that you you left. I don't understand that, and I, I don't understand that at all. Maybe they're going to explain it a little bit better, but no, nah, Ant-Man don't come out. Because they explained it a little bit on Endgame with Ant-Man. And, you know, Mm -hmm. she was just like, you know, that must have been a terrible five months or something. He was like, it was just five hours. Mm -hmm. So I don't, mm, I don't, mm, mm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't quite get it. I just, I hope they explain it later. Well, they might not. yeah, they might just just like pay it, like. But we said see, what we said, and we're just gonna keep going. And now I'm mad because I think about fucking um um Quicksilver and Wandavision. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know either. They were lying to trying to throw us off. I'm like because you to, to just say that you threw him in there to you know just to make fan service is bullshit because no. No, it's, it's, it was intentional. It was intentional. Mm-hmm. And we know now that it was intentional. I don't care what they say. It was intentional because you know that we're getting ready to explore these different timelines. 
you, and you're ready to being it. intentional, it makes it even more confusing because it's like, okay, let's say they were going to play on the fact that uh, Agatha somehow pulled him in from some other timeline or universe, or whatever this is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like, but see, to again, me- how would that have impact? Why didn't the timekeepers do anything when Wanda was doing wreaking all this havoc? Right. But technically, did she do? But technically, she didn't create a branch. Technically, she didn't. She didn't technically create a branch. But the events that, she, like, I just—it's just something. Just they didn't. They didn't have to prune because once she let it go, it was it went away. I think that's really the main thing. Yeah. Of like, just because one, because she, this was her doing. She created this little world for herself. It didn't. It, it didn't mm-hmm. branch off any timelines or anything like that. But she, I mean, in a sense, is creating life. But then when she yeah. let it go, it went away. So I don't know. Technically, if we're looking at the TVA type of thing, she didn't do anything that would cause a branch because they didn't. They can't live outside of her. So then, what does that mean for these kids? She hears. Shit. See. Because, um, like, when I'm thinking about those, like, let's say they were existing in another... No, these kids were screaming out for their mother. They were. Like, they were existing somewhere. But see, and see, that's the thing. I, like, it's crazy because I just thought maybe in that book she just found a way to bring them back and keep them back. But this was before knowledge of what Loki was even going to be about. So now all that's out the window, and I'm wondering... Um, if it's possible for her to have that in an alternate reality or yeah, alternate timeline, did, I don't then know. Is she just gonna go out here and take her other self's kids? That's hilarious. Like this but ain't gonna she... be like um. But uh, oh, hey, mom, mom number two, sure will come with you. I don't know. I think those kids, because you know, we, you and me both think that they're going to create, or they're already laying the groundwork for Young Avengers. We know that, or at least that's the assumption that we're making. It seems pretty obvious by who they're introducing. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like she's going to be able to bring those tangible kids back. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But do they? Be- are they captured? Do they belong to captured anybody? By- like, see, that's the thing. I say captured by who? Because uh, ultimately, I'm also thinking like. These kids were a manifestation. Like, she just created these kids. These weren't real. So how how does she create them? And then somehow now they exist somewhere. And if they exist somewhere, does that mean that, like, Vision could exist somewhere too? Well, Vision does exist in the timeline that she's in. Well, the, but, but the, the white Vision. But I mean, like, her Vision. Her Vision? I don't know. Like if she was able to make these kids somehow exist, and does that mean that her vision somehow exists somewhere? And we just ain't heard him talk to her yet. Uh, right. Well, I think I don't know. I think when we see White Vision again, he gonna be burgundy again. Hmm. I don't know. It's I don't know. See, now that you got me thinking about it, it's weird. But um, I I, I do stand on that whole boner thing being intentional, and Kevin Feige ain't gonna convince me. Cause it makes it, it lets you think about you. It's intentional casting an X-Men character from a different franchise. Mm-hmm. 
or or from now a different. You ain't gonna cast him and then be like, <laughs> no way. We just only did it because of this. No way, wow. no way. You just didn't want to talk about what y'all were doing in Loki. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's fine. what I think. Just trying to keep it a secret, right? But it's like, <laughs> but I don't know how does. But then he, well, he does exist. But he was in her reality. And, but see that it kind of explains it that he does exist. As somebody completely different outside of the reality that she's created. Maybe that's why I don't really see it as like timelines because of the story that we've already gotten with Wanda. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if they're going to explain that any further or they're just going to kind of combine what she did or what she was doing in WandaVision, what Loki did with his series, and then get that combined stuff in the multiverse of madness where they explain it a little bit better but even then we're getting spider-man before that and it's intentional that we haven't gotten a trailer for that either maybe they'll explain it a little bit better in that i don't know i don't either but Uh, but i I mean the more you talk about loki the more you realize there's so many more questions that you end up having like so many things have been left unanswered but that, that i think that they plan to answer in some way like they kind of answered Budapest, kind of not to me. I don't know; it wasn't thorough enough for me. Um, so yeah, I for think, Black Panther, I mean, for Black Widow, yes. Mm-hmm. So that was it. Just killing Drakeoff's daughter was the only thing y'all did in Budapest. I think that um, Clint's gonna tell us his side or what he thinks. I don't know, but um, I I don't even know where I was going with that. Oh, um, but I mean, but it makes with. I don't know, like to me with Doc Ock, um, Jamie Foxx's raggedy villain and having Toby and Andrew in this next Spider-Man movie is going, I think is going to explain it even more because how are you going to make it make sense? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. they have figured out a way for these Spider-Mans to exist without dying like they did in Multiverse of um, Spider-Verse. Yeah. So, Ooh, are we going to get a mouse? And, um... That would be dope. I would because you know Tom. Well, they claim that Tom is now in negotiations to do. Like it sounds like they're trying to set him up to do another trilogy. I can't see him. I don't um, want nobody else to play him. Like he can age up with it. That, there's a strong possibility to me that if they do another trilogy, it's going to be completely separate from the MCU. Mm. I think Sony has been trying to wait to break off from that, and now that they've built up enough about him. They can probably do their own because I think they want to finally into incorporate him into this universe that they've created. They're, they're trying to create with Sony, you know, with Mobius coming out or Mobius coming out, you know, the next, uh, the sequel to Venom and mm-hmm. then talks of these other villains getting movies. I think they want to eventually bring him in. And yeah, I just feel like it's going to be all shot to hell at that point. Because yeah. He's been brought into something that exists, even though he's the reason for those characters, but they've never really talked about him yet. But even still, like, thinking about it, like, I don't know. I guess with this whole multiverse movie they got with um with with this new Spider-Man, I don't know. How are they going to make... Because he... I don't know. Tom is, is associated with MCU. I, don't, I know that Sony is a part of it, but in my head, in my heart, Tom Holland is an MCU Spider-Man. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like... I don't know. Sony would need to get somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe this whole multiverse thing, they use it to spin off a new Spider-Man. I don't know, but I don't know. 
So I don't, I don't know. But but then again, it's just like, does is the Spider Man franchise solely with Sony? Because we know that Miles exists in the MCU. He's been mentioned by um um what's that boy name that stank? What's his name? Um, Danny Glover. Mm. He's been introduced. He says, "I have a nephew named Miles," so we know that's the case. Um, so can they? Will they be able to do a Miles Morales? I don't. They don't. I don't think so. He would probably have to be Sony property, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Even the the Spider Man Into the Spider Verse was a Sony movie, right? So. Oh, which was so damn good. Mm-hmm. And then you know the sequels coming. Apparently, they're thinking about doing spinoff. Well, they are doing spinoffs because Old Girl is going to be in it. Issa Rae. Uh huh. Well, no, she's going to be in the next Into the Spider Verse, but there's a spinoff called Spider Women, which is going to be bringing. It says it's going to be focusing on three generations of female spider related characters: Spider Gwen. Um, Spider Woman and Silk. Hmm. So this spinoff with Spider Woman will. Oh no, did they have a cast? But I'm guessing Easter Ray will probably voice that one as well. Probably. And then there's a possible TV series coming. Now that's a lot. Coming to who? Yeah, just slow down, because that's how you kill something good by doing the most with it. Exactly. When does this this sequel come out? Oh, the sequel to Into the Spider Verse is supposed to come out next April. Really? It was originally supposed to come out this October. I wonder why it will. But um, the pandemic kind of killed that. Oh, Haley Steinfeld is playing a voice. Oh, Spider Gwen again. Um. Well, she's Gwen Stacy, but they have her listed as one of the Spider. Spider Woman. And then Issa Rae is playing Jessica Drew, which is another Spider Woman. I don't know anything really about Jessica Drew. You know what? Jessica Drew better be a black woman. Well, she we gonna see now. Let's see what is that it. That would be very odd, Sony. To have her voiced by a black woman but not be a black woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be weird to me I'm really interested in knowing what's going to happen with this Valentina girl I just happened to see her name on the Spider Woman Wikipedia page mm-hmm. and I'm just very interested in knowing what she ends up how she ends up coming in here it's all weird like what's going to keep happening because she's recruited two people and who else is I mean I'm sure there's more to come I don't know yeah. like I know Spider-Man is coming I don't know I can't, I'm not, you know what it is? I'm not interested in that yet because we haven't seen a trailer. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm excited to see how they're going to tell the story with all these Spider-Mans and all these villains. Um, but I haven't gotten a trailer yet. And that's intentional too. Marvel, what are you doing? What are you doing? Okay. Well, before we move to the next topic, I just want to throw this out here because I did not know this happened. There was a TV show called Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. It came out in 1998. It was on Fox. That sounds familiar. For some reason, I feel like my child found it. Nick Fury was played by David Hasselhoff. And guess who was also in it? Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. First of all. Who was played by Lisa Renna. 
Really? That's interesting. Was wait, was yeah. Nick Fury black? No. Well, I'm, I'm, well, I don't know when he changed in the comments to being a black guy. I know that he was white at one point. Mm-hmm. He's been black at one point. Um, for some yeah. reason, I feel like they I've seen it. All. I feel like I've seen it. Uh, well, not seen it, but like, is it on Hulu or something? It is. I don't know. David Hasselhoff. Um, what the hell? Yeah, he looks weird too. <laughs> Got his little his little eye patch and everything. See if you can stream that anywhere. Well, maybe that was just a different show that Caleb found. Who knows? That baby. I know Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was out there, but um, I don't know if this show can be streamed anywhere. Nope. You can only buy it. Well, nobody buying that. On DVD. And it does not appear that. Oh, it was actually a film, it was a movie. It was a straight-to-TV movie. It was released on DVD 10 years later. And the film was mixed uh, was met with mixed and poor reception. Hmm. I can only imagine. I think, um, you know, that Contessa and Fury used to have a thingy thing. <laughs> yeah, I think they did in the comments. That song I wonder. I, I mean, now that she's been seen in videos, I mean, in shows and the movie, I wonder if we're going to see her and Nick Fury team up. Now that would be hilarious. You know I love me some Samuel L. Jackson, all right? Maybe it'll be necessary when they get to this Secret Wars period. Probably. I can see... It's probably going to be a real big thing. I can see him running one side and her running the other. Well, not necessarily like the other side of the Earths, but like the anti-heroes kind of joining up together to Mm -hmm. help the Avengers do whatever. a different approach Mm -hmm. to how they're going to do stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Although I just don't feel like she's gonna keep Yelena. I feel like Yelena gonna be an Avenger. They need to just yeah, she's gonna back. be an Avenger. I just I just don't know how. Like I don't know how they how they're gonna do that. Cause I, I mean, as much as gonna... she she loves her sister and for her to take up the as a new Black Widow, I think that would just make her over the moon. So I just can't see her turning it down. Yeah, I think she was, in my mind, I feel like she's going to go to, she's going to be in Hawkeye with all intentions of taking out Clint. Some stuff is going to happen and she's going to not. Mm -mm. I think Clint might die for other reasons, but it won't be on the hands of her. I don't think he's going to die. You think he's going to die? I just need him gone. You just want him gone. (laughs) Yeah, we've we've had enough of him. (laughs) We have we have had enough of the nothing that we've gotten from him this entire time he's been in the show. I mean these movies. But in my mind I'm thinking like if he does somehow die, it'll be he'll die saving Yelena. Right. Somebody gonna try to kill her. He gonna jump in the way or something. He's gonna end up getting shot and killed. And I feel like it's gonna make her understand why Natasha talked about this family that she had developed with the Avengers. Mm. And it's going to want to make her want to do better things. And then she's going to be like, uh, she's going to be kind of like with them, but not really. I think it's going to take some time for her to be like, okay, I'm an Avenger, but I can see her helping. Like they out there fighting somewhere and sis come through out of nowhere and mm-hmm. doing her thing. And I was like, all right, y'all bye. I just, y'all needed my help. Yeah, I think she does her little, little thing with her head like this and her hand up Y'all and her pose. And so does she. I think that, um, I don't know. I didn't see Clint dying at all. 
Um, somehow I just feel like him being older would be like a mentor figure to people coming up. Like I could, lo- I would love to see him like lead in the Young Avengers. I thought I think yeah, that'd be I would, interesting. I'd love to see him dead. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I like you know he's he's done his time. He's literally bringing in a replacement. And when you think about it, which of these are like Captain America's gone? Like we, I'm assuming he's out here slowly dying away and uh. I think they're gonna have a funeral um, for him in one of these movies or shows. And he's like in a nursing home or something, hospice or something. So he's not there. I feel like we've already lost Black Widow. Then this is Clint. Clint is replacing his person. We got Ironheart coming and Tony's already gone. I'm like, all of these people are already gone. I feel like he just needs to be killed. No, they need, but who? They make, need make us like him, even if he's about to die. But but see, that's the thing. Like I was going to say, like to your point about him dying, I think Yelena's not going to be able to kill him because of his family. Mm-hmm. That's why somebody else is going to do it. So, um, but with that being said, with the new, with the young Avengers coming up, we need somebody to lead them. So it's either going to be Hawkeye or White Vision. Mm, I don't know. We need. I feel like we need somebody I from the like old end up being. I feel like they're gonna be led by like Miss Marvel, like Miss Marvel. She already going into this movie with these other Marvels. She gonna learn. They gonna see so much leadership in her, and she's like, you know what? I got it. It's gonna be me. I got it. Mm-mm. They need a mentor. They kids. They need a mentor. Mm. So is it gonna be Vision or Hawkeye? Or Nick Fury, as old as he is. I can see him in a wheelchair. Back in um, my day. (laughs) The aliens. Lord, let me quit. I'm sorry. Continue. (laughs) But yeah, that's going to be interesting. But anyway, moving right along. So we had homework this week. (laughs) We had homework. So, Dove Cat has finally ventured into watching another one of the DC animated movies. Mm. This time it was Son of Batman. Um, so, what were your thoughts with Son of Batman? Uh, What'd you learn? Was there something you learned in here? Yeah, I didn't know that he, um, that Batman had a son. Um, Mm. I should have, I didn't, because I didn't have time, but I was going to go and look up information on this Talia character, who she was, and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. Um, She's actually in the Arrow series too, the TV series. Uh huh. Um, I feel like what was the movie before Son of Batman? Because that probably would explain a little bit better. Um, Nightwing, Darkwing, whatever his name is. The um the one that would have been before Son of Batman was Justice League War. Okay, was Nightwing in that? Mm-mm. Okay, because he seemed like I'm looking at Nightwing and like he still fights with Batman, but he kind of seems I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't, almost like he doesn't want to, but he does. It's kind of like how it is in Titan, the series. Uh Like, he wants to keep fighting. He wants to still help. But he doesn't want to be identified with Batman anymore. Yeah, like he doesn't want to be so in his shadow. that Nightwing was his new persona. This is who I am as a superhero. And I don't really need Batman to do that anymore. That's kind of how I... I yeah, that's that. how I feel. And also, but then he was jealous of the little shithead. <laughs> Let me tell you something. One thing I don't have a high tolerance for are disrespectful children. 
mm. cartoon or not, <laughs> real or not. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. And little Damien was a shithead, and I ain't like that. Oh, he had a lot to say. Woo! I was like, where all this now? Mm-hmm. I said, all this yeah, he, now. He had a lot of it. I was like, lots of it. He needed a good old whooping. I just, I mean, I thought for sure Batman was gonna pop his ass in the lips, just the right there, right, right there in the lips. I feel like the only reason he didn't is that you know he spent his whole life not knowing that this boy was out there. That's true. That was true. Like, you know what? I finally got him. Am I really gonna beat his ass already? He should have. Yeah, yeah he's gonna give him a good time. six months. At that six months, Damien gonna be stuck on the wall one day. Man, I was like, I ain't gonna wear that ass out. I was like, this little thing. I was like, even Alpha was sick of his shit. Alpha was just mm-hmm. like, ugh. He was like, what did he say? He said, watch it. He was like, I still understand sarcasm. I'm like, well, how old are you? Yeah, and and whatchamacallit, um, Alfred is a good fighter, too. I wish I would have seen that. Yeah, Alfred's a good fighter, too. Um, But I thought that was... I I mean, I like the story. Um, I like the story. Um, I like how they introduced him. Um, I liked how he looked like his daddy with them green-ass eyes. Mm-hmm. Um. What else? Was it? Is it Deathstroke? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Deathstroke. Yeah. Um. Was jealous. Um. That's that. What? I don't. That was. I'm like. Why is everybody's story led by jealousy, or trying to get revenge, or trying to one up? Like why? Like why can't we just have? You know what? I would love the villain that grew up with a nice life. And decided with a nice life and just decided to be evil because he wanted to, not because he wanted to be a villain because what you call it chose him over somebody. It was, I ain't like that. I ain't like his origin story. That's where they were going with it. I ain't like that. Um, what else? Also, what I did not like, I did laugh when um Damien called those um prostitutes, so sex workers, he called them harlots. I was like, wait, what year is this? I don't like I laughed. I did. I did. I feel like he was talking like that because, you know, he's been like, in a way, kind of like in isolation. Yes. He didn't grow with any little kid. That was another thing yeah. I tried to be like. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, he didn't grow like, He was up. literally like a grown man in a little body. Well, he probably didn't have a choice. Yeah. I mean. I mean, he was thrown right into the stuff. He was already training and really good with the sword. And, so, you know. Um, one thing I did notice and I did not like, and this is probably this male-driven comic book world, I did not like that the sex workers were skinny. They really didn't have a lot of shape. They were kind of dressed. They were dressed sexy. They weren't really that attractive. Um, but then you have Taya, who is overly sexy. sexy. All these big old mm-hmm. breasts. I mean, and she can fight. But it's just like... Why does she have to be all these breasts and being all super duper sexy in order for people to kind of respect how good she is of a fighter? Like, I didn't like that. I thought that was dumb. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just me being going too deep with it. But I did notice the contrast with the women. Oh, yeah. I always wonder if maybe they were just trying to go the route where, you know, some of these women which we know is not the case, especially not now, but some of these women that are sex workers are usually kind of strung out and trying to make them as 
impossible to love oh, <laughs> visually. Yeah, I, I guess <laughs> and then you got someone that's like, "Hey, we got." It's almost like we look at these regular women, then you see someone like Wonder Woman. Well, Wonder Woman is like stacked, mm. beautiful hair. She can flip, fall, go through the water. Being a wind tunnel, hair will fall back in place perfectly, like all, all her Beyonce hair. And it's just like, I don't know. I guess that's mm. like, and it's crazy. Like I'm conflicted. Like. I'm like, yes, women can be sexy. Women can dress how they want to dress. They can do all these things and still kick ass. But it's mm-hmm. not lost on me that the main character looks the way that she looks and the sex worker looks mm-hmm. the way that she looks. And also, if I'm being honest, there are, even now, especially with OnlyFans and Backspace, mm-hmm. Backpage or whatever it was called, a lot of those sex mm-hmm. workers look like Talia. If we being oh, yeah. honest. Oh, Yeah. But you know what? Honestly, I, we also have to take into consideration one based on comics and two, the release date even for this series was in 2014. Mm. And you know, like that, I feel like it has only been within the last two or three years where people are actually not being so critical of sex work. Mm. You know, like there's a like, especially now that some people are seeing how much money these sex workers are actually making. It's like, oh, so you really just sitting at home taking requests from people and I'm in the office working nine to five every day and you still making bank. I mean, that's another reason why people hate it, too. Yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely a piece, one of the reasons people hate it. God, I, I even asked to be a sex worker, but I was told absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean, just like, do you see how much money they make? They do make a lot. I mean, I mean, there are women out there who are getting thousands of dollars a month for just taking pictures of their feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. I know so there's some men out there that just send people they draws and people pay hundreds of dollars for them. Yes. What about? Mm-hmm. Do you watch um or listen to horrible decisions? Mm-mm. Have you heard of them? I haven't. So basically, it's two girls, Weezy and Mandy. And they're in, on this podcast called Horrible Decisions. And it's basically... Oh, yeah. They're just very... They're not sex workers or anything, but they're very open about their sex life. And they, to me, I think they kind of put like a a modern day take and conversation on sex. Mm-hmm. Like they're very open about their sexuality. They're very open that they like women. They like men. They like to be polyamorous. Um, well, one mm-hmm. of them likes to be polyamorous. One of them is like, I want to be monogamous with with one guy but be able to have occasional sex partners outside of the relationship and they talk about kinks and she's re- like one of the girls mandy is really big on pegging <laughs> oh <laughs> she's, i actually know a guy that likes that too well she yeah she's really big on and apparently she knows a lot of guys that like it too and um mm. and she talks about all of these their escapades and stuff recently as they've gotten a little bit more mainstream is they've gotten a not away from their personal life they talk about it a little bit but most of it is basically like sex and like people's kinks and and terms and all this other good stuff that people don't know anything about it's really good i like it um but to get to get away from that i mean i don't know I just, I didn't. It wasn't. I just, it wasn't lost on me the difference in how the women look. Even mm-hmm. and that's another thing. Even with Doctor, what's his name? Lonstrom, Landstrom, Strom, Strom. Yeah, him. Landstrom. Mm-hmm. His wife looked homely. 
She wasn't unattractive, but she was fully clothed, right? Mm-hmm. You have the sex workers who look the way they look. And then you have Talia, who is all, she's sexy, she's powerful, she can fight. She's also single. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not lost on me that you're saying that women like that don't aren't are single. They don't want to be with whatever, whatever. If you want to be a wife, you need to look like what you call his wife. Oh, I mean, that's a good way to take it. Oh, to see, I mean, it's not like they've done anything to make it seem like that's not what they're doing. Exactly. <laughs> like even, even, even Batman seemed annoyed with Talia. <laughs> um, he was just like, "Girl, what you want?" He wasn't even really that upset that she didn't tell him about the baby. Now, I ain't like that either. <laughs> like, shit, you gone for this long, and then you here you come want to give me a kid. Like he didn't even react. <laughs> It was just like you have a son, and then you see her getting on the boat and gone. And she, he like he just there with a little boy. I'm like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Even he didn't really have a reaction. Like, how do you feel about your daddy? Like, and just being dropped off with him. I mean, we can tell you're not listening to him, so we know that that ain't your daddy, daddy. I mean, mm-hmm. his his probably his father figure was his grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's not lost on me that her brother looked like a um looked like Gandalf from Lord of the Rings and her daddy looked younger than him. <laughs> and it wasn't and it wasn't until they started talking about the Lazarus River baths or whatever that I was like, oh yeah, Lazarus pit. He looks like that because he's been jumping in these pits. And uh, homeboy mm. has not. I'm like, this is yeah, wild. Lazarus pit. Do you know? Did you recognize the voice for Razagul? Well, I looked it up, right? And I know it's <laughs> our it's our dude, um, Juan Carlo, um, mm-hmm. from the Mandalorian, Breaking Bad. Somebody better give him his flowers. Please. He be finding his way into anything, and I ain't even mad at him. Mm-hmm. That's a talented man. He is. Um, um, but yeah, I didn't I'm gonna go back and listen to see if that's if I recognize it. Um the voice did. I was like, "Why does the voice feel like I, it sounds familiar?" So when I looked at the characters, I when I looked at the characters, his character had already died. So I didn't go back to listen to see if that's what I heard. But um, mm-hmm. but other than that, I mean, I mean, it, it was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. DC, why your cartoon shouldn't be better than your um your movies? <laughs> that's a. But the next movie in the list is the Aquaman one. Okay. Well, it's not not really his movie, but it's he's the focus of it. Did it's you called hear the Justice League Throne of Atlantis? Throne. Of, okay, I'm gonna look that up. I watch that next week. Did you hear mm-hmm. that they are um gonna make Jason Momoa blonde in the next oh, Aquaman? Why? Uh, exactly. I don't like it. Y'all making what do we changes. need to do that for like? This, they trying to give him the Jessica Alba treatment? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If they take out them color contacts, them, them gold color contacts, I'm going to feel some type of way, okay? <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm going to feel some type of way. And his hair better still be long. I want, Maybe it should be more so blonde in the sense of what it looks like when you spend all day in the sun. I mean, I don't even think that the color hair that he has now was too bad because it's like a... It's sitting perfectly in between that real like brunette and that blindish yeah. color. Like it's not too much, too dark. It's not too light. 
it's enough to still make him look like an individual yeah. character. Like this is their interpretation, and no one has complained about him as Aquaman. You know what? I funny? mean, look at him. We are fine. When I saw that post, I don't know was it an article or was it just a, I saw the headline. I didn't look any further, but of course the comments were like, "Oh." Um, I was kind of disappointed that he wasn't blonde in the first movie because in the comics he is blonde. I'm just like, it's Jason Momoa. Who cares? Right. He's not even. I mean, he's not even about white. Like, and you want him to be blonde? Get out of here. Concerned about the wrong stuff. Well, I'm going to warn you. The throne of Atlantis is not a favorite of mine. Let me tell you something. Is it going to be stupid like Justice League? I mean, Flashpoint. I don't think it's going to be stupid like that, but like, let's be honest. The only time we've ever been interested in Aquaman is in the Jason Momoa versions of the movie, <laughs> like his interpretation. No one likes Aquaman. And it's not even to say that Aquaman is not a good character. Like he's really strong, which they don't give him that kind of credit that he deserves for that. Like he he's, he's a decent character, but dear God, oh my God, he is the worst. He's so boring. <laughs> But um, it is easily one of my least favorite films that they've done. Um, this is one of the ones that has Rosario Dawson doing the voice of Wonder Woman. Okay. So be on the lookout for her. And Jason, Jerry O'Connell is uh, Superman. I think we've probably heard him in one of the other ones as well. Maybe. Um, and Shamar Moore comes back. Oh, a cyborg? Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'll watch it. Yeah, it's you. don't be too thrown if you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. So one last homework assignment we had was Secret Wars. Uh, yes, reading Secret Wars. That didn't and, make any um, sense. Let me just go ahead and throw it out there. I apologize um, to Dovecat and in the off chance that there's someone who is watching, who listens, that actually also decided they were going to read uh, Secret Wars. My bad. My bad because I had never touched it. And uh, let's be honest. I'm going to be honest. I was very confused about what I was reading. It didn't um, make any sense. Well, it, made- it literally felt like in Infinity War, where you just kind of start reading something and it is already going. And you're like, I don't know what is happening. So from what Dovecast said, it seems like the next um, issue changes, but we have decided we've made the uh, executive decision to shift from Secret Wars to Shang Chi, I'm going to I'm going to keep reading Secret Wars and see if I if it un, like gets unwound or anything like that. But for right now, I'm just yeah. like yeah. I don't Shang Chi's gonna be where it's at. So yeah, we're gonna I'm, yeah I'm gonna do I'm gonna do I'm gonna start that probably maybe today maybe tomorrow. Um, we 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 know that we need to learn a little bit about his character anyway going into his movie. So we are going to be reading the. What was it the twenty? I didn't even see. I just looked at it. The twenty twenty one, right? Yeah, the twenty twenty Shang Chi. Um, yeah. So, if anyone is actually reading along with us, then that's the one we're going to be going with. It looks like it's like five or six issues, mm-hmm. maybe seven. I can't remember. So it's not too long of one. But I've I'm already on issue three because I started reading a little while ago. I think I'm gonna start over because you know I haven't been in it. So there's probably some things I don't remember. So I'm going to go back. But as far as Secret Wars goes, (laughs) let's talk about the confusion that is Secret Wars. This this is what I got from it. I got 
one earth was here then another mm-hmm. earth was here and they were mm-hmm. colliding but what i didn't or they were inverted or coming together what i didn't understand was the why mm-hmm. that wasn't explained so maybe i'm just like it'll come back later um they mentioned nathaniel richards mm-hmm. um he was the one that had on the helmet thing the helmet thing mean? that's why i was like and they called him an egomaniac and i was like look at kane um right that maybe that's why we went here i was looking i think i was googling our art of like comic books that linked to like king the conqueror and this was one because we know that the thing your richards had is like a king very too. or is it yeah but i didn't it didn't make i was like this don't make sense i don't get why but when we know that there's a reason but it, Nathaniel didn't tell him um, mm-hmm. the real reason. So basically, them fighting is a is a ruse so they can go and do something else behind the scenes. But I'm not really clear mm-hmm. what that is. Um, I'm not really clear who sh- who I should be rooting for. I mean, you got the Fantastic Four and T'Challa on one side with Black Widow, Captain Marvel and Thor, um, the Hulk on one side, but then you have the X Men. Um, on one side you have I don't know but I didn't, I didn't like that they were heroes fighting each other mm-hmm. but I think maybe I'm assuming that maybe they were both told horrible things about the others so that's why they're fighting the others or maybe even in their earth they've, they're they under the assumption that something that the other one is doing is actually going to cause issues with yes. both so they've been they've decided that if they stop them then they can preserve theirs and maybe preserve them both. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it seems like it just turned into this big war. Yeah, like, and it was just like, okay, Doctor Strange and them, like Doctor Doom and all of them. It's like they saw that this was coming. Like, you know, it's about to end. Right. Which I'm like, what is Doctor Strange a villain? I didn't. Get it was that like, either. but you know, Doctor Doom is a. But it's almost like these villains and heroes alike. These these four. Mm-hmm were working together like maybe it's one of those issues you know we see in other stuff where it's like you really have to put all your differences aside for a common goal and maybe that's what was happening there i don't know i don't know i don't know i I, I, I know that reed richards lost all his entire family right you would see he opened up the little force field and he threw his arm out there to try to get them in He's like, close it back, close it back, close it back. <laughs> he was like, but I don't want to die. Right. He's uh, like, okay, sorry, uh, Sue. Who was that little green baby thing they had? What was that? Did you notice it? Uh, green baby thing. Hmm. Somebody was holding oh. it. But I was like, is that one of their kids? It looked like a um, it looked like that little beast from the DC comics. Green baby thing. It's like he was like shown towards the end. I think. Mm. Like in the forties, page forty or something. Okay, I'm almost there. Looking through. Oh, I see what you're talking about. It looks like thing is holding it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so going back to the cast, where's thing? Uh, thing, where you at? Okay, there's thing. I don't see the little thing there. 
I don't even see him on the cast. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe he had no line, so they said we ain't gonna put him up here yet. <laughs> but he dead anyway, so it don't matter. Mm, yeah. Hmm. But yeah, <laughs> I thought it was cute to see um, Cyclops become one with the Phoenix. Didn't really, you know, matter. But it was cute <laughs> to see. <laughs> it was nice to see because you know a lot of people always just think about you know, Jean and Phoenix, but there have been multiple people that have, you know, bonded with the Phoenix Force at some point. And doesn't mean it it worked out too well for them, but you know. <laughs> because something like it's just something unique about Jean and it, her ability to bond with the Phoenix that other people haven't been able to replicate like that. Lord, I hope that she is bomb. I hope that all of these characters that we're getting ready to get back, I hope that they, um, in this Marvel Cinematic Universe, I hope that they are dope and I hope that they are used to the best of their ability. And Kevin Feige, it's not lost on me that you were one of the producers on one of the earlier X-Men. So I'm expecting you to do better. Um, right. I just need these uh... women to truly have their powers and be badass. Uh, we did not talk about old girl being casted for Black Panther 2. Oh, Michaela Cole. Let me tell you yes. something. You seem to think she is this lady, Madam Slay. I can see why you would think that. Um, mm-hmm. Even her connection with Killmonger in the comics, I can see that too. But I would really love if she was Storm. That dark skin and those cheekbones and that white hair, baby. The, the only concern I have, the only concern I have, I want whoever becomes Storm to actually be able to speak with an accent. And she's British. And I don't know if she's able to do that or not. I know that her parents are from Africa. I think they're from Ghana or something Mm -hmm. like that. But, you know, she was raised in the UK. So I don't know if her parents being from Ghana, like if they speak with an accent as well. Like I've never heard anyone from like the UK speak with like an African accent. What? So you didn't like Daniel Kaluuya's in Black Panther? Or did he sound British to you? No, I did not like his in the Black Panther. I mean, but, Okoye. But, uh, the, but also the difference between her and him is that, you know, which is not to say that she can't do it, but, you know, we've already heard him sound American. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only heard her sound British. So I don't know what she sounds like with an accent. This was, like I said, it's not to say that she can't do it. But I think that with the... I think she could be a good storm. She was one of the people that a lot of people threw out there in the beginning anyway. They were like, who can we cast a storm? Mm. Like when fan people um, were thinking about stuff, I saw her. I saw Tika Sumter. I saw um, Oh Girl from She's Gotta Have It. Um, What's her name? Start with a D, I think. Uh, Oh, 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 oh. The Wanda Wise or something like that. Yeah. Seen her come up. Like I, I love that all the people that people have been suggesting have been like you know dark skinned girls because that's what we need for a change. We've all had these really fair skinned storms in the past, and I think we have passed that. We deserve what we deserve. <laughs> At so. this point, is what we deserve. So you're right. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But she would be all. It's you know what aesthetically. 
I think she would be perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the accent, I don't doubt. I don't know. I don't doubt that she could do it. I mean, it's, I don't know, especially with like think about Holly what Berry, Yvonne Orgy. Oh, she'd be nice too. Um, yeah. we've heard Holly Berry, and we heard it's a Landish, uh, Alexandra Ship person or whatever. Um, yeah, with American yeah. white parents, right? So to me. Honestly, if they had any black actress that has African parents, I think could pull it off because they hear mm-hmm. they hear the inflection and the accent all the time. Like when Yvonne Orgy imitates her parents, I mean, mm-hmm. it's spot and on. I, you know, I listened to her podcast with um, with Lovey. What's her name? Yeah, and even when they talk to each other, like you can hear her accent just starts to seep out. Yes, like it goes in and out throughout the whole show. So I just love. I, I, she would have been. She's. I should. I would like her in something black, like Black Panther. I. I would love for them to pull her in there. I don't feel like she gets enough enough work. I think Yvonne Orji is actually a really good actress. Well, she might like, be she coming up. Joy. She has a show, a movie coming out soon with. Was it John Cena? Some white girl. Yeah, I saw that. Real guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I haven't looked at the trailer yet, but some people said the trailer looks like it might be funny. We'll see. But I am happy to see that Michaela is getting work. Um, very underappreciated as an actress and what she's been offering. You know, I loved chewing gum. Oh my god, that show was um, so dumb. What is it? I made this. Dis- it I may destroy you or something destroy you. Like she got rave reviews for that series. Say something. Uh, <laughs> I saw a clip shared of them having sex and that blood cl- <laughs> because of that scene I don't know if I'm prepared to watch the rest of the show Um, mm-hmm. I am very childish and that just set me that set me on fire do you hear me <laughs> Woo! So I don't know, but I mean, I've heard great things. I mean, I've heard even like some of our big wig actors are talking about how good that show was. Yeah, they were really disappointed by the fact that it did not get the type of recognition that it deserved Mm -hmm. in some of these award shows. But it has been nominated for nine Emmy Awards, so hopefully she gets something from that. But I mean, for her to do something like, because isn't it like, it's like a dark comedy, right? Uh, I think. Um, well, they consider it just a drama series. Okay, I think if there's some got... funny stuff, it's probably because it wasn't necessarily intended. Mm. It is, but let's see. I, I still need to watch it. I just heard that some, there are some elements of it that are a little dark. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I have to be mentally prepared for stuff like that. Yeah, because they were saying but... I think there's some elements of sexual assault. Um, mm-hmm. and some other like extreme drug use mm-hmm. stuff like that kind of like the other show euphoria i still haven't watched I haven't, that I won't because watch i it. just i just hear that that's that's kind of like uh you you got to be in a good mental space for some mm-hmm. of this stuff and after watching stuff like when they see us i have found myself being very a lot more cautious about what i'm watching that's why i won't watch it i i don't and i'm and, I, and that's not to take away um, that's why I don't really have, I don't have complaints when people talk about this, um, while a lot of black films and shows being trauma porn, um, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really say it cause I'm just like, you can choose to watch it or you can choose not to. I know that when I see us, it's going to make me feel some type of way. So I haven't watched it yet. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that 
um, it may destroy you or I will destroy you or whatever the name of her show is. <laughs> yeah, um, I may destroy you. Some of that stuff might be triggering. So I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. So, um, it really, it really, I don't know. So, um, well, so we have homework. Homework. We're gonna watch Justice League, that Throne of Atlantis, yes, series, and you've committed to continuing to read Secret Wars. I am. I have committed, and um, committed I'm gonna do Shang Chi. Shang Chi. I may go back. Maybe I'll read. I'll read at least the second issue of Secret Wars, and if I don't feel like I feel comfortable. Because they have finally brought me back to understanding what was going on. Mm-hmm. Then I may have to abandon it. Maybe I need the history of something else going into it. Right. And I, I need to research that. See if there's certain series that we should have watched prior to that. Well. But I guess I guess this is it. Mm, this is it. <laughs> yeah, I really, really enjoy sitting across. Well, sitting across my laptop. Um, viewing, looking through my my webcam at JB and doing this podcast every week. I really enjoy it. Um, and I hate yeah, when it get, ends. And it's, it's funny because we, we get on the podcast and we have so much to talk about, but we literally talk about this stuff all week. So it's like you would think that we had run out of things. Nope. But then, <laughs> then when we start talking about it, then it's like, okay, well, there's more. There is more. And you make me think about things. And I'm just like, damn it. Now I'm here thinking about these things. So now I'm going to be thinking about this whole alternate reality, timeline, parallel reality crap until next mm-hmm. week. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that new rock stars release something specific to just the explanation of the timelines and multiverse, hell, even the alternate reality portion of all of this, just to make it make sense. Because he always finds a way to make things make and sense. So if he right. can make this make sense, then I will feel so much better. So yeah, but um, he... um. It's weird. It's, they always end up connecting it. So they did say that they got some more Loki stuff coming out. Um, like break. I don't know if it's breakdowns or, but they're talking about it a little bit more. So um, we'll see. They did explain. On my assumption they probably do a description, uh, and do some type of background about this little event, well, Marvel, whatever assembled thing and yeah. stuff that they talk about. Um, they did talk about. I don't know. Did you watch the video where they talked about? And then I have to go. Did you talk watch the video where they talked about? why mobius and agent c15 didn't know logie or yeah because they 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 talked about it like it was he said two different things in two different videos when it comes to that can one of them he made it seem like okay loki was thrown into another timeline or Mm -hmm. multiverse or something another time he made it seem like loki may have been thrown back into the one that he was in but the what happened with Kang, well, he who remains had already started to impact that place. Yeah. So I was like, I don't understand. I don't know which one is is accurate yet, but I guess we'll end up finding out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because if he died and then immediately he go back in and the, the TVA has changed, I'm like, whoa, because I, um, I had assumed that Loki had been thrown into another multiverse or timeline or something where the TVA was existing in a different way. Mm-hmm. And he went there because the thing that he had on wasn't one that was just linked to the timeline. Right. That the temp pad was always going to, it was going to a whole nother multiverse. But then that also Uh-oh. 
it could be me confusing with the difference between timelines, multiverses, and all that stuff, too. So I don't know. But y'all, looks like we lost Dovecat. So I'm going to go ahead and end us for this episode. And we will talk to y'all next week. Bye, Blurge. <laughs>